Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Impact Podcast, how to get noticed, motivate millions, and make a difference in a noisy world, starring the author of Impact and the founder of JV Alert Live, Ken MacArthur. I'm your co-host, Scott Patton. Hey, Ken, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic, Scott. Uh, always great to spend time with you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you sent out an email the other day that um, I most people who are I'm on their lists are, are tend to be marketers, and so I'm used to seeing them do all sorts of outrageous things to get me to open their emails. And <laughs> the outrageous headlines, the yeah. outrageous subject lines and headlines and everything else. And you sent out one which was <clears throat> definitely at the top of the list and it was how Rick Butts nearly died last Friday and I thought oh so he's doing something with Rick cool I wonder what it is <laughs> and then I start reading and and you're talking about this uh, room filled with every nurse orderly employee doctor in the hospital and he was drenched in his own blood and and of course Going from thinking this was, you know, something humorous that you were going to tie into to realizing you were deadly serious was a, a huge shift in my brain because at first I'm thinking your sense of humor, Ken, is really, really. I'm really off track now. Oh, yeah, like I got to tell you. Yeah, like this punchline is not funny, right? And of course, it turned out the whole thing was deadly serious, and fortunately, yeah. you know, Rick had yeah, nearly died and didn't. So. Uh, tell us a little bit about about uh, what happened. And maybe well, Rick. Uh, Rick Butts, for those people who don't uh, know Rick, uh, is a really really interesting guy. A great 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 speaker, um, a world class speaker. He's uh, he's spoken you know around the globe to huge huge events and and those kind of things. Came from a tough background. You know, he was a musician, he was on drugs, he was uh, really in, in despair for a long time, and I think he found his way back through through some of the, the uh, materials that he started reading in, in uh, personal development and managed to pull himself out of that and to uh, carve out a really solid, solid career uh, speaking around the world. Uh, but it, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't all ups and you know life <laughs> life we we think uh, should just be one continuous climb and uh, we get to the top and that's it. You know, uh, Rick's had a, a few tough times uh, along the road, uh, and uh, the last time I saw Rick was at JV Alert Live in uh, Denver, and um, and he was there and. Uh, you know, trying to kind of re-research his life and uh, figure out, you know, what the things were going to be next for him. But I, I got an email. I'd known uh, kind of in the background that he'd been struggling uh, with some cancer stuff. Uh, he had uh, actually had some odd cancer cells that were floating around his system, and they lodged uh, in a lymph node. And, um, and so he was... Uh, in Denver, Colorado, and uh, uh, before he knew it, he was being, you know, held down on the bed on the third floor of uh, the Denver Health uh, Care Hospital, uh, and the room was filled with nearly every uh, resident, orderly, and employee on the floor, and he was drenched with his own blood, and, and so was everybody else. Uh, it, he was, uh, he had a surgeon who had performed 
performed the cancer removal uh, surgery on his lymph node that uh, was trying to stop the artery in his neck from bleeding anymore, and he's pulling blood clots out of the wounds in his neck and trying to shove packing in to the uh, blood, you know, trying to get forceps on the leap. But um, but he's he's sitting there in that room, and all he knows is, you know, he doesn't even realize what's happened because he had been he'd been you know uh, he'd gone through an earlier um, removal of some lymph nodes that gone back in to try and and uh, get get the rest of this stuff out uh, and um, and he was sitting there in the recovery room and he was hurting a little bit more than normal uh, more than the, the previous time but um, but he um, uh, you know he was just trying to get his way through it so he. He finally, you know, the pain just would not go away, and and so he hit the buzzer on his, uh, you know, to call the nurse, and and um, the nurse kind of half-heartedly uh, responded, <laughs> you know, just said, okay, we'll get to you, and then nobody really showed up uh, for a while, and and pretty soon he felt like he couldn't breathe, and so he buzzed the thing again, and and said. Look, uh, I can't breathe and, and stuff like that. So the nurse kind of ambled uh, into his room and uh, took one look at the, the machinery and, and his neck and said, "Oh my God, something's going on." Whatever she did, she hit the right button because before he knew it, uh, you know, everybody was in the room from the entire uh, place. Um, he the the surgeon who had been trying to get a hold of him. <laughs> you know how surgeons are these days. You have to set an appointment three years in advance, and, you know, it's harder to, to get to them than, than the Pope. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but uh, he was actually called immediately out of a surgery that was in mid-process. Uh, he came in, took one look, uh, you know, turned his head to the side, and, and there was blood everywhere. And... Uh, you know, he's sitting there, he's in pain, he's, you know, being held down, you know, like he's being pinned down by a bunch of wrestlers or something like that. He doesn't really have any idea going on, but, you know, of what's going on, but but uh, this nurse is, you know, holding on to his hand and telling him he's going to be just fine, and and he's probably thinking, you know, I don't know, uh, she's not smiling anymore. <laughs> um, and... Um, and so they inject him with morphine, and it kind of sends him into a dizzying, you know, spin. And and you know, long story short, um, you know, despite the fact that he'd never smoked a cigarette in his life, um, uh, the fact that uh, uh, both of his parents smoked and both died of cancer, uh, he married a smoker and played music in bars filled with smoke until he was 30. Uh, you know. He's now a sworn enemy of uh, secondhand smoke, but right. but but he was able to survive, uh, and he is still at this moment in in the hospital, you know, recovering from this. And uh, Rick has a long, long way to go. You know, uh, they don't really know what the cancer uh, is uh, for sure because it could have come from anywhere in his body. It apparently did not come from the lymph nodes that just kind of lodged there. Uh, got uh, you know covered up and then grew you know so they're trying
trying to figure out where else in this body the, the cancer um, may have come from. Wow. But the thing that really struck me, the thing that really, really struck me, and, and Rick writes about this on his blog. If you want the whole story, you can go to uh, rickbutts.com. It's R-I-C-K-B-U-T-T-S.com. Uh, or you can go to my website, um, kenmacarthur.com, and I, I did write a, a blog post about uh, Rick's experience, and um, you know he, he's saying, you know that that um, uh, that he he really you know he'd been in in denial about the whole thing really he he had uh, you know he he'd been not feeling very well and uh, he'd been busy and he hadn't really told anybody including his friends and family he just he just to kind of procrastinated on communicating with anybody uh, and didn't tell anybody. And then he said, you know, when he was in danger, you know, sitting there on the on the, on the the bed with everybody scrambling around uh, with him, he said, I made no deals with, with God. He said, I was ready to go, and the, the life that he had was frankly not bringing him much happiness, mm-hmm. you know. We get to we get to the point in in life sometimes, uh, and and Rick had been through a lot of different things where you know you just don't you just don't know uh, is this really worth it you know uh, so he was sitting there on death's door and and saying you know I'm not I'm not even sure I really care and yet uh, and yet suddenly it, you know in some way he was able to. Um, uh, reflect about this and and to think, you know, and and he wondered, you know, why he was so apathetic about the outcome, and he says now he, he thinks he knows why. He says he'd not been doing the kind of work that he was capable of. He'd just been letting illness and momentum keep him on the sidelines, and uh, and now he has an excitement because he thinks that he's that he's got the best stuff on the drawing board. And that that phrase kind of you know hit me you know the, our best stuff on the on the drawing board and that's right. where most of us sit all the time is we sit there with our best stuff on the drawing board never getting it finished never really uh, realizing that you know uh, we could be Rick Butts sitting there in that hospital bed we could be Rick Butts uh, feeling like you know life is is not exactly what I want it to be. And uh, hopefully it doesn't take something uh, like the experience that Rick went through to make us wake up and realize that uh, life isn't on the drawing board. Our future isn't on the drawing board. It needs to be put into action right now because if we aren't putting those things into action, then we are, uh, you know, we're never, <laughs> we're never going to be further away from the end of our life than right this second, you know. We're never going to be closer to, uh, to, uh, the, the sum total of everything that we, uh, that we have accomplished in our lifetime than we are right now, you know, because right now is the instant that we have to start. It's the earliest possible time that we can begin anything. And, um, and so we need to do that. You know, we need to wake up. We need to realize that you don't want to have life on the drawing board. We want to be dealing with it right now. So what you're really saying is the time to make an impact is today. Exactly. Exactly. 
And it doesn't take a lot to make an impact. It's just those small things, you know. Uh, you know, Rick was was fine in uh, Jay Mueller Live DC, you know, and uh, he was wondering what he was going to do next and thinking about it and contemplating it and all those kinds of things. But then, you know, it seemed like a second later, you know, actually it was months later, but it seems like a second later, uh, you know, things suddenly come into focus and you say, guess what, you know, I may, I may not wake up tomorrow, uh, and if I don't do it today, it will never happen, you know. So whatever we're, whatever we're looking at doing, whatever we're looking at contributing to the world, whatever mark we're going to make on the world, you know, today is the time to start that because uh, tomorrow may not be there. That's a, that's a really good good point, and it's uh, it's kind of sad that it takes a, a near tragedy to to a good friend of ours or and or someone certainly a good friend of yours in this case to make us really think about that. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And you look at different things, and I mean, everybody has challenges in their lives. You know, you and I have talked about some of the challenges I've gone through, and in my life and certainly my personal life recently and those are all I think opportunities to do something different there are yeah. opportunities to say you know what here's here's a problem I have and I you know, and I thought I was the only one and then I talked to two parents who have kids the same age as mine and they have exactly the same thing going on and then I talked to you and find out you go to some place where uh, the parents of teenage kids are, are, you know, like the school PTA meeting or whatever, and everybody's talking about exactly the same problem. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. You know, and the good news is in a few years it kind of looks after itself and the kids are back to being human beings, but uh, it's just... But in the meantime, that's hell to go through. And, yeah. And, and, so, and that's where the aspect of, you know, of community really kicks in. Uh, when we realize that we aren't alone in anything that we do. And Rick Butts, you know, really, I think, experienced that, too, because there's a flood of people. You know, Rick has to go through a lot right now, and, you know, it's going to be financially tough. It's going to be a long recovery and stuff like that. But people are rallying behind Rick Rick, and helping him in this time of trouble. And he's given so much to people. I I can't even begin to tell you the number of people that he's impacted you know, by his presentations and and his knowledge and his great common sense and uh, wicked sense of humor, but but uh, but you know, if, if if you're interested in that story, then definitely go to rickbutts.com. It's b-u-t-t-s, rickbutts.com, and uh, you know, uh, and if, if you feel like supporting him, there there's a way to uh, help uh, donate to uh, uh, Rick's cancer recovery project. Uh, because it's going to be a long call for him. It's going to be a long call. Yeah, save the butts. Well, and I think it's really funny when, you know, it's it's just funny how things work out when you talk about the guy. He's never smoked, but his, you know, his family has, and he's been in smoky bars and everything else, and and his last name is Butts, you know. (laughs) It's It's just amazing, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, if you got a last name of butts, you know you got to develop a sense of humor early on. So I, I know that Rick must have done that, you know, probably purely in self-defense. But uh, but he he has like he's a great writer, and uh, if you read his story uh, on, on the blog, then uh, you know he tells it much better than I I do. So, well, uh, 
Well, give you some insights, I think, maybe into you know what what's going on in, in uh, your life and and in um, in what we can do to realize that uh, we still have something to offer. You know, there is there is so much for every single one of us left on the drawing board right now. Everybody has something to contribute, and now's the time to do it for sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just actually on uh, www.rickbutts.com and reading quickly through it, and and uh, it's pretty amazing. And this this thing is is <clears throat> this is not. I think the other part of this whole thing is this is not unusual. This is like normal, which is really yeah. <laughs> out. But I mean, how I many know. hospitals do we have in our cities, and how many of them have empty beds? Like we have tons of hospitals and no empty beds. And so yeah. every day people are going through this. And I have a friend who, uh, you actually just reminded me of it, who, who went into the hospital with a stomach ache on New Year's Eve and came out Valentine's Day. Now, yeah. he had seven surgeries in that two-month, well, yeah. six-week period, and he almost died every time. And it turned, I, don't, I can't remember exactly what he had, but it had to, oh, his stomach was leaking. So basically, yeah. he was like pooing inside his body, right? And mm -hmm. that was poisoning him. So they yeah. they got in, they opened him up, and of course he was <laughs> he was overweight. But in the hospital, all he could do is drink, so he lost weight. So every time he was losing weight, the stitches would loosen up, and then he would leak mm -hmm. some more, and he would almost die. And it was like, <clears throat> ah, I just kind of got this sore stomach, and. Uh, yeah, it's like really bad pain. So I go to the hospital and they do whatever they do and they just freak out. And then he's in an emergency operation. And then yeah. he's getting feeling like he's getting better. And then they do a test and he's in another emergency operation. And then another one and another one and another one and another one. And, uh, you know, and, and that really, it was really quite funny because uh, he, he and I, he was a salesman. He was a, he was a consummate salesman, right? And he needed uh, my expertise on internet marketing because he would sell websites to these companies, and then he he would try to then they would say, well, we need some we need some traffic, right? And he had one yeah. particular client who was uh, paying five thousand dollars for the internet marketing part, and the company that he had worked with uh, was delivering nothing except uh, the guy going to the company's office and picking up the five thousand dollar check. So I went in and just turned the whole thing right around. And, but he would call me up and he would say, uh, Scott, I have, a, I have a meeting I'd really like you to be at at uh, 3.30 on Wednesday. And I would say, I'm sorry, I can't go. And he was like, you know, swear, swear, swear to himself and reschedule yeah. it to another time. But in that time of my life, my kids got out of school at 3.30 on Wednesday and that was my time with my kids. I wouldn't see them except Wednesdays at 3.30 and every second weekend. So there was nothing in the world that I was going to do except go and get my kids. There was no question, right? And so he yeah. told me years later, he said, Scott, you know, I was always so mad at you because I'd have these really important meetings that would bring in, you know, tens and tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars and you would say no. So then I'd have to go back <laughs> and I'd have to reschedule and I'd have to do this, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and I'd go to my wife, and I would swear at her about you and everything. I had no idea this was happening, right? Wow. And, and then he says, and he says, and he says, and I knew why you would, you were saying no and everything else. And then he says, you know, you were right, and that was you were giving me the best lesson in the world because I have two daughters, 
and uh, and I wasn't listening at that time. And then, you know, I he went through his tough times, and then he realizes you, what was important for you was important for you, and you stuck to your guns. And he said uh, that's really helped me because now he's realized what's important to him, his family, and his his daughters, and and they've had some real challenges in that area. Yeah. And and he knows that you know, hey, it's it's so it was really interesting how he totally turned around but I think that we need to look at what's important what is really important in our lives and what's our boundaries around it right do we just have this kind of little um, you know fiddly fence that anybody can just push over or do we have like you know castles around like my time with my wife uh, you know every Monday night we go out for dinner and we spend time to go for a walk around the park or whatever or do we just forget about that and then we wonder why our relationships aren't very good Right? Exactly. Or we have, you know, yeah. we have our kids, and like my dad and mom, every Sunday we had Sunday dinner together, and yep. uh, I, you know, and I just think back and I think, you know, those were, those were, you know, they weren't exciting or fun or anything else for a teenager, <laughs> but but it created uh, just an amazing relationship, and now they're in their late seventies and eighties, and I. Uh, you know, I go over and I expect to have Sunday dinner, and and yeah, we exactly. just ha- and and we so we know how to communicate with each other. Which those are the those are the simple things that life's made up of. You know, yeah. Uh, and and it is the simple things that matter that give us stability and that give us meaning. You know, to our lives and the people yeah. uh, that we develop relationships with by so, having time to spend with them. Yeah. So, Ken, when when we, oh, everybody, uh, when we had discussed what we were going to talk about, one of the things we wanted to talk about was Rick uh, Bucks, and we also wanted to talk about some internet marketing stuff. But you know, I really think that uh, that would just really take away from the tone and uh, and what we've communicated with everybody right now as far as what's important in uh, in your lives. So I think that this would probably be a really good time to uh, wind up this particular episode. Well, you know, it's it's always a good reminder for us, uh, you know, to take action and to take action all the way to completion. Hopefully people will realize that if something's on the drawing board, that means it's not done yet. And if it's not done yet, now's the time to get going on it because uh if we don't if we don't do things now, uh we may never have that opportunity. You know, it happens to so many people I've I've seen People who you would think are in the prime of their life that have gone through challenges that have, you know, just flipped their life entirely around, and it happens more often than you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, six years ago I had no idea that I would be in this place or, or this time uh, doing the things that I'm doing, and I'm sure that's true for most of the people on the call. If, uh, we, if we have dreams and we have ambitions and we have things that we want to contribute to the world, let's get on it. So uh, maybe you and I will get on it right now, and <laughs> we'll, we'll go out there and make a difference. That's right. Well, and Ken, I know one thing, and that is you have already made a huge difference in uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people's lives, and, and uh, it's, it's just an honor to be working with you. Well, it's it's always a pleasure to to work with somebody of your spirit and and uh, your integrity, and it's a joy to talk to you every time that I get a chance to do that. So I look forward to these calls. I hope the people who are listening in uh, enjoy it too, and I hope that they'll uh, listen into the rest of our podcast.
because we're doing this on a regular, regular basis, and I'm enjoying every one of them. <laughs> Me too. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, get whatever you've got on the drawing board off, and make sure you give someone you love a hug today. Sounds great. Everybody have a great day.